What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, everybody. I'm so happy to have you here with me on today's episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And of course, I'm Karen Leslie, your host, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network, a fantastic place to come and hang out with me every Wednesday at two o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So today, I'm really excited to be talking about comparison kills transformation. So not a lot of kindness maybe in the title when you hear the word kills. Truthfully, done intentionally to get your attention. We don't really recognize just how much comparison sets us back, holds us in place, keeps us stuck, and how natural and comfortable and common and programmed into us that it is. So we've got so much to cover today on comparison and how it really does kill and mess up our own individual transformation. We're so used to looking at others. We're so used to looking around and seeing what's happening. And when we're doing this, often, often, it results in us feeling more poorly about ourselves. It reinforces that we keep we need to keep looking outside of ourselves for validation. And every time we do that, it weakens yours and my ability to see our strengths and all of our brilliance, like just our, our magic. It gets hidden constantly when we go into comparison. And it's so insidious. And I want to talk a lot about that today so that you get a really good understanding of just how often you may be comparing yourselves to other people, situations, circumstances, events in the past. That's a really big one that causes a lot of trouble for us. There's so many ways to look at this today. So if you're here with me and you're listening live, please come on over to the uh, Inspired Choices Network, to the website, and come in to the chat room. Join us live and be part of this conversation. Bring your questions. Bring maybe scenarios or situations that you've experienced where a comparison keeps coming up and you're struggling with getting rid of it. Let's talk about that and let's see what we can do for you. This is a topic that's so near and dear to me. I have had a whole lifetime of comparing myself to others. And man, does it stop you in your tracks. Like it, it, it's more than stops you, for me anyways. It would freeze. It would paralyze. It would convince me that there's no sense trying. And then, right, as we've talked about over previous shows, 
The mind goes into looking for that validation of that thought that you just had. So then I would see all kinds of evidence that, yeah, I shouldn't bother. You know what? Almost happened to me when I made the choice to join the Inspired Choices Network and become a host here. When I made the choice, I thought, okay, cool. I wonder how it's going to look. And then I worked with the uh, the owner and the CEO of Inspired Choices Network, Christine McIver. She also has her own show on the network as well. But Christine has, has a really brilliant way, or at least with me, on choosing a title for your show and sort of the direction that you might be thinking of going in it. So we did that. We came up with Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I loved it. Still do. What I did next, though, is I went to go and listen to a whole bunch of the other hosts. I wanted to see what they were talking about for the ones that I wasn't as familiar about. Some of them I listened to every week, but there were a few that I, I didn't know very well. The more people I listened to and the more varieties of the different personalities and their different ways of doing things, had the opposite effect of what I was looking for. I was looking for inspiration and how to, how to develop Karen. And then I saw all these brilliant people on the network and I went right into comparison. Oh, I don't know if I can do it like that person. Oh, wow, there's some humor there. That's really cool. I don't consider myself a funny person. So that was not a cool thing. And I thought, oh, no, what have I done? And I thought, no, stop, cancel, delete. That's not a thought I want. But I had to work on letting it go. And in the past, just that phrase, oh, no, what have I done, would have been enough for me to have reached out and canceled the agreement. Not brilliant. Not smart. And definitely not kind to me. Now, I am so ever grateful that I didn't do that, but that was my first go-to. So even for, though I have been working on not comparing myself to others for a long time, because it was such a major part of my life, it is still brought to my attention often. Not daily like it was, not multiple times a day like it was, but it comes up right away. Only because the mind is just a library of thoughts, and you've heard me say this before, and I will keep saying it. The mind is just a library of thoughts, and it brings forward the thought that it feels matches the emotion that it just recognized that you just experienced recognizes this by the chemical response that your body just had, right? And in previous shows on beliefs and repetitive thoughts, I get into that in more detail. So please go back and you can go um, into the Inspired Choices Network and go onto the podcast. And then there you will see all of my past shows and you can listen to it. And if you've got questions, you know, let me know, send me an email. I'm not going to go into it in more detail today. What I want you to know, though, is because it was such a common thought and that emotion, that chemical response of like, oh, no, what have I just done? Matched 
the thought from the past, my brain and my mind gave me that thought again. Now, one of the big, big things that's changed is I am now open to being far more aware of the thoughts I'm having. And then when I get one like that, like I said, no, stop, cancel, delete. And those are three words I use a lot. No, stop, cancel, delete. Use them. I'm sharing them with you, right? They are fantastic for you to break that energetic response uh, and that chemical response that your body, mind, and gut has in that instant, right? So remember, stop, cancel, delete. So as a result, I was able to shift how I was looking at things. And then recently, I um, I joined a new course. I'm, I'm often taking classes and courses. I'm an eternal seeker. I love to learn new things. I love to experience new things and then wrap it all up and bring it together and share it with you and share it with my clients. So this new class was one that, to be honest, I had swore I would never take. Never, ever, ever was I going to take this class. It's on working with entities in a very deep, strong, potent way with very deep, strong, potent energies. And I was like, nope, too much. I don't have the ability to do that. I'm not capable. I'm not strong enough. I'm not brilliant enough. I'm not whatever you want. Comparison. That's all it was, was comparison to other people who work in that area. I doubted myself so much because of the comparisons and then created so much self-judgment about it that that's what I said. No, I'll never take that type of class. Well, yesterday was week two and I'm loving it. It's amazing. I'm learning so much. I'm experiencing quite a bit too, and I'm not going to get into all of that right now. But what it is doing is forcing me to look at myself, to look internally for what do I know that can help me. I'm not going outside of me looking for assistance based on the fact that I used to believe that I can't do this. So someone needs to do it for me. And then when they do it for me, and in the past, when they would do something for me, when I asked, it reinforced that I could not do it. It reinforced those negative thoughts based on comparison. Right? Not brilliant, but common, normal. We all do it. You're all taught to look at what other people are doing. If you have your own business, how many business coaches or marketing people or, you know, courses you've taken have said, look at what your competition's doing. See what your competition's doing. And every time, to be honest, I did that, I went into comparison and I came out low man on the totem pole. I. Hmm. I don't know if I have ever compared myself to somebody else 
and truly believed that I came out on top, that I had anything better than that other person or I was any more brilliant than that other person in whatever way it would be. I hope that's not the case for you. I really, really hope that you have maybe looked at other things and thought, wow, yeah, I'm really good at this. And not from a boastful, arrogant place, from that spot of knowing just how great you are, having your own back, knowing your worth, knowing your skills, knowing your capacities for doing whatever it is you're looking at. Whether it's baking at home, baking for others in a bakery, helping children with schoolwork or being the teacher, it doesn't matter. It matters how you view it for yourself. If I had not gone through and healed a lot of this need, because it really was, it was like a compulsive need to compare myself to others, I wouldn't have had the transformations in my life that I'm experiencing now. And I'm experiencing a bunch of them from this brand new course. I'm allowing myself to experience a number of new and different things to learn, to learn more about Karen, to learn more about what I actually can excel at, and to learn if I actually like something. So just because I'm taking this course, and I actually think I'm going to do well with it and be able to work with it, that also doesn't mean I have to use it. That's another form of comparison. If you take the course, then there's an expectation that you are actually going to work with the material. If you study something in school, you get a degree or a postdoctorate or something in it, then there's this expectation that you need to work in that area. That's reinforced by looking at your other classmates or people in your industry that did what you did. And now this is how their life is. It doesn't mean you have to do that too. What it means when you take all these programs or you do all these studies or whatever it might be for you, learn learn a new skill or trade, is do you like it? Do you love it? If you get a yes to those questions, then look and see what you want to do with it. If you get a no, then Cool, chalk it up to experience. Just some information for you that maybe that's not what you want. And don't, please, please don't let others say, but you invested all of this. Why are you not using it? That's not being kind to you and they're not being kind at all in how they're viewing your choices. All right, so that's a little bit of a side thing there, but that's okay. It is still all about how comparison kills transformation. So we're going to go to our first break. I really did rattle on there, didn't I? But that's okay. I hope you will join me after this break. When we come back, we are going to be talking about how to be okay with you. Because that's a key aspect to coming out of comparison. So you're here with me today on the Inspiring Choices Network. I'm Karen Leslie, your host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And when we come back, bring with me or bring to me, if you're here, questions and ideas that you might have or struggles as to where do you struggle actually being okay with you? What area of you do you recognize you keep looking outside of you for validation and you use comparison 
and the mess that that creates. All right, we'll be with you soon. Thanks so much, everybody. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Today, we're talking about how comparison kills transformation. And who doesn't want transformation? Who doesn't want to improve themselves in some way? I think we all do, whether we acknowledge it, whether we talk about it. I, I believe it's an innate part of who we are, this desire to, to do better, to maybe learn something new. You may choose to do it on your own if you're more of an extrovert, or you may choose to go out into the world and explore. It doesn't matter how. But I think we all have this built-in system within us to do and to be more of who we are and to do that in a way that feels better, more comfortable, and I would hope with more kindness to yourself. Transformation. Okay, maybe you don't relate to that word. That's cool. But there's so many ways that we can shift and change. One of the, excuse me, one of the, oh, all right, something's coming in. Sorry, folks. One of the really important aspects, as I mentioned before we went on our break, is that we need to be comfortable with ourselves. It's so important to recognize who you are, you know, with all of the bells and whistles and lovely aspects, and then those other aspects that, you know, maybe you've been trying to hide, maybe you're not as comfortable with, perhaps you might even feel bad, guilty, or ashamed of. It's all just information. And truthfully, it's only information from that moment that you became aware of it, and it can be shifted, changed, and or let go of, depending on what you wish to do with it. 
I've got a comment in the um, in the chat room here. This per person's constantly thinking about how they're comparing themselves in so many different ways. And she said, I've actually, from the moment I woke up, so how to become okay with me? Yes, please. Great. Yes, please. There we go. That's the first start. Acknowledging and becoming aware that you would like to change something is step one. We can't change anything if we're not aware of it. And one of the things I do, and one of my desires through cultivating kindness with Karen is to bring things to your awareness, to let you know that you can change things. Nothing, nothing is cast in stone and can't be moved. You can move a stone, even if it's a huge boulder, by chipping away at it. Or you could choose to go around it. Or do you like to climb? Go over it. But it's not there to prevent you from doing something. You just have the choice to say, oh, I'm stuck. Or what else can I do here? So saying yes, please. Saying yes to wanting to shift something. Acknowledging that there's something to shift or change is step one. Looking at who we are and asking your mind, give it a job, right? Your mind loves the job. Asking your mind to show you your brilliance is really a tool you can use. It may sound odd, but ask it. Say, show me. Show me what I'm good at. Show me where I'm strong. Show me what's easy to do that I don't actually give any value to. Show me. And then fill in the blank. What is it you would like to see about yourself? If you've been having a really rough couple of days, maybe you've been a little angry or irritable, say, okay, show me how I can be kinder. Show me how I can be more understanding. And then just allow yourself to be aware. Allow yourself to hear your thoughts, to hear the words you actually speak, and feel the energy that's with them. Do they make you feel more relaxed? Do you feel you're getting uptight? Can you feel tension in your body? When we're being truly ourselves, and when we're in that space of open exploration and allowing ourselves to receive information, we can get a far more accurate understanding and description of who we're being and what is being presented to us in that moment. Being okay with who you are includes being okay with all of the information that comes forward. Because let's be honest, it's not going to be 100% rainbows and wonderful and lollipops and cotton candy or whatever, right? That's not who we are 24-7. Everybody has all emotions. Some just are more prevalent than others. So allow yourself to be okay with whatever is shown to you. So for the aspects that aren't as comfortable, 
for the ones that make you kind of go, ah, you can look at them, you can journal about them, you can ask what's holding them in place. And this is really where I can come in and be of great assistance. This is a big, big part of what I do with clients. When they recognize things like this and they don't know where it's from, they don't know how to get rid of it. It's been with them for so many years. This is where my brilliance can shine. I had a client the other day and we were working through some trauma. I taught her a couple of things to do. She had taken some classes from me in the past and I reminded her of some tools that she had. And then I got an email today, actually. And it said, you lit me on fire. She was so excited that she had been reminded of and experienced using the tools with me again, went and used the tools and got results. And this lit her on fire. She started looking at other areas of her life to use the tools and other areas of her physical well-being that she was struggling with, using the tools to assist herself. And she was experiencing the change. She was experiencing her brilliance. My role, presenting it to her, teaching it to her, and encouraging her. I also helped to identify some of the areas that were under the foundations of, of what was stuck in place so that she could work with them and break them apart. That is somebody who was open to receiving all different aspects of herself and then choosing what to do with them. This is becoming okay with who you are. This falsehood of feeling we need to fit into a certain persona, we need to present ourselves a certain way, we need to dress a, a certain way. Now, we need to dress appropriately, and that's going to have so many different definitions. Um, my son just started working back at a golf course today, so of course, he was dressing for the weather and appropriate for the job that he has on hand. And it's snowing like crazy outside right now. So we'll see if he dressed <laughs> for snow as well. But allow yourself to be present and ask. Give the mind the option to hear you say different things, to hear you say something new, to hear you say repeatedly, stop. Cancel, delete. That is not a thought I want to have anymore. If you heard the show last week, whether you were live with us or heard the uh, replay, the hashtag I'd been using for oh, quite a while and kind of dropped came back. Hashtag, that is not me anymore. That's a brilliant thing to be saying as you're working through trying to come out of comparison. As soon as you go to compare yourself to somebody else or a situation, Hashtag, that is not me anymore. Recognize that the need to do comparison can be changed. It's an automatic program that we have running. It's a reinforced and valued thing to do from past experiences and what people have taught us. But is that true? Like, really, is that true for you? I've got myself in so many sticky situations 
by comparing myself to others, whether it's personally or in business. And when I step back and I am willing to just figure out what works for Karen, I'm happier, I'm more successful, I have more clarity. Everything starts to line up in a way that works for me far easier than when I keep looking outside and comparing. All of my personal transformations have come from within, not by looking outside. Comparison is also a huge, huge contributor to what's called imposter syndrome. And it is so prevalent. I believe it always has been, but we're talking about it a little bit more now than we used to 10 or 25 years ago. I don't think it's ever not been part of our society or a part of the way we think, but imposter syndrome is damaging. That's the word that's coming. It's damaging. It's harmful. It's hurtful. It puts you in a position of not believing in yourself, not trusting yourself, not even looking any longer to find your brilliance because you just believe it's not there. You believe you're in a spot you shouldn't be. You're somewhere where you're not qualified. You, you're somewhere that others have placed you that you didn't feel ready for or however it shows up for you. When I homeschooled my kids, you know, long time ago, there was a period of imposter syndrome. Like, what am I doing homeschooling when I know my own personal limitations with education and my brain? Like, my gosh, I can't spell my way out of a wet paper bag, as some people would say. Like, grammar is very, very difficult for me. Some of these things are, are tough for my brain. And yet, I'm going to be homeschooling three boys. I had to get past that. And then we had years and years and years of a really great experience with homeschooling. It may not have been years. It may not have been great if I had not let go of that imposter syndrome thinking. All right. We need to go to our next break. So I'm going to leave you on that thought about imposter syndrome. We'll talk about it a little bit more and how it gets in the way of us actually liking who we are and being open to who we are. We're also going to look at um, a, something from one of the cards that I pulled. As you know, I, I have Oracle cards that help guide my shows. And there's one aspect of one of them that I want to share with you as well. So please don't go away. Come back after our break. And I will share far more about loving, being kind, accepting you so that you can experience the transformations you desire. So I'll see you on the other side of our breaks. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with me today for Comparison Kills Transformation. We're here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Karen Leslie. And if you're ever wondering how you can get in touch with me, I mean, as you just heard, you can always send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca, and that's Leslie spelled L-E-S-L-I-E. There's no Y. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm even on Twitter, which I maybe don't use as much as I could. Um, YouTube. There's so many places that we can connect. LinkedIn. So please feel free to look for me on all these different platforms. Connect with me there, and then we've got Lots of options for ways that we can connect. And if you've got questions on any of the shows that you're watching, let me know. I'm happy to answer questions. I love questions. And you'll get that about me a lot more. The more and more you hear about me and from me, you'll know that questions are a huge part of my life and my day. Whenever I'm feeling stuck, I ask a question. So if something I'm saying makes you feel stuck or uncomfortable, Ask me a question. Let's have a conversation. I would love to hear from you. And of course, you're always welcome to join us live when my shows are on at the uh, on the Inspired Choices Network in our chat room. Right? So there's many ways that we can connect. So I hope you do. So back to this topic of. Uh, I just lost my I just lost my thought totally. All I can hear in my head is. People pleasing, so imposter syndrome, which is where I wanted to go with it. When we're comparing, comparing ourselves and we go into this place of imposter syndrome, it also leads us to being possibly people pleasers and being conflict avoidant. When we are feeling that we are not where we're meant to be, we're not being who we would like to be. We're being somebody else in order to fit in. So many other aspects of ourselves start to be hidden and pushed down. And in order for that to stay pushed down, then we enact on other ways of behaving. We can become conflict avoidant. So we don't want somebody to question us about what we're doing or what we're saying or how we're behaving. We can become that people pleaser so that we just keep all of the energy safe and comfortable and the other person feeling good so then then they won't be looking at us this all comes from us not being comfortable in who we are from not loving who we are 
top to bottom, side to side, front to back. When we're in that space of accepting all of us, when we're in the space of acknowledging that we have aspects of ourselves that maybe aren't wonderful, that we can get angry at times, that we can actually feel a little down about something or feel kind of blue, or that we want to just pull away and have time by ourselves when others are saying, no, no, come and join us. Acknowledging those aspects and accepting them and truly, truly, I mean, really accepting them that this is part of who I am and there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of this. Then if somebody calls you out on them, you will have far less reaction. Far less desire to hide. Far less desire to defend yourself. You will allow yourself to be you. So being okay with yourself is the whole package. It is amazing. It feels so good. When you can let go of an automatic reaction to words or circumstances or a situation that in the past have been triggers. When you can look at it and just go, oh, okay. And then respond in a completely new way. You empower yourself. You've started that process of transformation for you. And if the other person has, is being aggressive or unkind, you actually may make them kind of wobble a little bit and go, wait, what's going on? This isn't the reaction that I was either hoping for or expecting or planning on. Being that space for you is amazing. It feels so good. And yes, it will feel foreign. It will feel different. But remember, that doesn't make it wrong. It's just information. And the more you allow yourself to be in that space, then the less uncomfortable it will become until it becomes really comfortable for you. So now I mentioned before we went to the break that there was a card I wanted to share with you. And well, not so much a card, but a line in one of the cards I used. And this is what it says. Fate makes the map. But destiny is determined by the manner in which you engage in your journey. That's just what I was referring to. So depending on you know, what these words mean to you, you may have slightly different definitions. But here what it's saying is, OK, so fate lays out the map that you're following, your blueprint, your design, your journey, whatever words you want to use. However, how you follow along that journey will be determined by the manner in which you engage in your journey. If you're hiding, your journey will look different. If you're reactive, if you're angry, if you're like, back off, buddy, your journey is going to look different. If you are a constant people pleaser, again, that journey is going to look different for you. We all arrived 
from that spark of divine or original source. We came here for a reason. We've laid it out and we don't remember it. Brilliant we are, right? But whatever. That's how it seems to be working. So you've got this map. You've got this journey. It's up to you how you wish to travel it. And your emotions, your thoughts about yourself, your belief in yourself are key attributes to enjoying the journey versus always being in comparison, always looking for outside information, outside validation. Perhaps you're actually looking for outside criticism. If you believe that everything you do is incorrect or has a problem attached to it or is just going to fall apart, you may be looking for that type of reinforcement. Everything we experience is based on the thoughts that we are having, based on the reality we are creating for ourselves. So to be happier with you, to be in that first step, to accept all of you so you can create a transformation you would like to have, means you need to look at all of you. And it means, truthfully, sincerely, you got to stop looking outside. We just do. Am I perfect at this? Oh, my gosh, no. I still do. When I was struggling in the class yesterday and I asked the woman who was facilitating the class for some help, I start when she started to do her thing and I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I started to go into, I wonder if I'll be able to learn that. And I had doubt. One of the brilliant things, though, that the facilitator did is she didn't 100% take away the situation that I was experiencing. The little bit that was left, she said, it will continue to shift, but it gave me the opportunity to work with the energy and show myself that I know what I'm doing. Just like the client I was talking about in the previous segment. So if you've just joined us, you may wish to go back and listen to the call for, or the show from the beginning. But I empowered her with the tools and reminded her of what she could do. And it inspired her to keep doing more for herself. That was what I experienced today with reflecting back on the class yesterday and how I'm feeling now is I was inspired to do more. I saw that I was capable of doing more. And this raised my belief in myself. When that happens, when that transformation comes through for me, guess what? You benefit. I benefit. My family benefits. We all benefit from having an increased self-value, self-belief, and love and kindness towards ourselves. You can do it too. Think about what you would like to change. What would you like to transform? 
What area of your life? What's something that keeps popping in? It's possible. And I'd be happy to help you. Because as I said earlier, I'm really brilliant at this stuff. Step one, though, is we are going to look at what parts of you are you not willing to look at and what's holding that at an arm's reach from you? What is preventing that from changing? It's not hard work. It's not scary work. And you may think of it as being that way. But when you're with somebody, it holds a space of being really safe for you, of being really kind and knowing what they're doing. Then you can be amazed at what you can transform on what you can change and what you can step into being. So we are coming up to our final break. Hang on to that thought, right? What would you like to change? Know that you can change it. And know that step one is looking at you and being open to loving Liking, being okay, whatever word works with all of you. So we can let go of those judgments and those belief patterns that keep us looking outside of ourselves and comparing to everything around us. So think about that. When we come back, we're going to wrap this all up and we're going to hopefully empower you to know that the choices you've made can change and that you can choose to make a new choice and bring transformation into your life. So don't go away. We'll be right back after these few words with our commercial break here. I'm Karen Leslie, your host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm thrilled to have you here with me and please join me for the last segment as we wrap all of this up. All right, thanks everyone. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I'm so happy that you've been here with me this afternoon. And for those of you who will be listening in the future, I really hope that you've been able to gain some good insight as to how comparison really is not a place that we want to be living from. If we want to grow, if we want to change something, if we want to have more fun, if we want to experience more, then we have to be open to it. If we don't choose something different, then we're just going to keep doing the same thing every day. 
maybe slightly different modifications, but you know, major changes, new insights like these aha moments, truthfully, they're not going to arrive if you keep yourself in this very narrow window and bandwidth of how you're living your days. We are here to experience so much. We're here to experience all of the different emotions, to meet all kinds of different people, perhaps to live in a variety of different places, even around the world. All of these experiences are here to give us some information, to be open to that full spectrum of all of this information requires us to be present in the moment and to be present within ourselves and open to receiving it. If we're hiding, if we're judging ourselves, if we're always comparing and looking out for others, if we're being people pleaser, if we're having imposter syndrome, all of these things we've spoken about, it's not going to work well. You are going to stay stuck. I mean, you really are. There's going to be minimal change. And I'm saying this from my personal experience. And I've got a lot of years of it, okay? I do really know. And I, as you've heard me say, I share what has worked for me in hopes that you'll try it and that it will work for you. What could happen? What could you achieve if you were to let go of all of that old programming? those habits, those thought patterns that keep repeating time and time again that are keeping you who you are in this moment. If you're not ready, cool, not a problem. I just hope that you're happy. That's my desire for everyone to be happy and to love where they're at. We don't need to keep changing. It's a choice to keep changing. It's my choice to keep changing. Once I started it, I really liked it. And now I want to keep doing it more and more. If you want to keep changing and need some assistance, I would love to help you get in touch with me. And there's so many people around the world brilliant at helping others to achieve their goals. So you are never alone unless you choose to be. So reach out. And remember, if there's something you see in somebody some attribute that you admire and you think, ah, I'd love to be like that. Sort of how I did when I talked in the previous segment, when the facilitator of my class started to work on me and I was like a little bit of doubt and I was like, oh, I'd love to be able to do that. The fact that I admired it in her means that it's in me. Anything you admire in another person you have that within you and that capability and capacity to be that and do that as well. It may look different. It'll be the Karen version, and that's cool and fine. If you, In order to see something you admire in somebody else, it must be in you because you must have that awareness, that knowledge of that frequency, that connection point to be able to see it. To flip it over, maybe this makes more sense. If somebody acts in a, be in a way that is just like mind-bogglingly cruel or just like, how the heck? And you can't relate to it at all. That's because that is not in you. Right? Hopefully this makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know. And I'd be happy to explain it further. 
But really, if you admire something in someone else, it's in you. All right. If you took away anything today that you admired something I said or some change that I've made, guess what? You can do it, too, because it is in you. All right. We are coming close to the end of our show here. So. Transformation kills. No, sorry. <laughs> Backwards. My nose is itchy. I got distracted. Comparison kills transformation. I've said it enough times. I think you've got it. If you don't, let me know and we can have a conversation. Next week, we have a fabulous show coming up and it's called The Kindness of Play. And I have a guest with me. Her name is Kathy Belgrave. And I have known Kathy for many, many, many years. She's a wonderful person. Currently in this part of Kathy's life now, she's an elementary teacher and she is an early childhood education certified wonder led educator. Now, how's that for a term, right? So if you'd like to know what that means, and I want more information on this as to what a wonder led educator is, then be sure to join us next week on Cultivating Kindness with Karen here on the Inspired Choices Network. I invited Kathy on because play is not something that I understand very well. It's not been a big part of my life. And I got a very clear message that I was to do a show on play. So please join us. I know Kathy will bring all kinds of insight and understanding and perhaps learning for you and for me. So, wow, I wonder what the element of play can do in helping us transform. I wonder what it will do for me to let go of the thought that I don't know how to play. And that when I watch others having a lot of fun and think, I don't wonder if I could do that. So there we go, there's my own example. I have admired play in others, so that means I can play. Whoa, that really makes me wanna cry. That is so cool. I want to thank you so much for being here with me today on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Please remember you can reach out to me at any point. And as always, I will always thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness. Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.